0: Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks, and enjoy the show.
1: Chapter 8, The Red River Camp, Part 2 This mess hall being so big, there was some trouble at first in getting the food to the tables while it was still hot. So Paul, who was always eager to try out new ideas, began to think out some way of giving quicker service. At first, he tried using ponies on roller skates to to carry the food to his men and Wonderful speed they made, but as they quite often spilled their loads when turning corners, he had to give them up and try some other plan. He finally built tracks between the rows of tables and put in freight trains with specially built cars for carrying the food and got rid of the ponies. The new plan was successful except that there was some trouble in getting the soup to the tables without sloshing it all out. This difficulty was done away with finally by serving the soup direct from the boilers where it was made, using six-inch fire hose for the purpose and fixing a big soup spigot to serve every five men. It seems that more food must have been prepared in the Red River camp than the men could ever eat, and this would have been true had not Paul's workers possessed wonderful appetites fully in keeping with the activities of the cooks. So great was their ability in this direction that they gave great astonishment to anyone who was familiar only with ordinary, normal appetites. A stranger who once visited the camp was very much interested in everything he saw and asked a lot of questions about the things he didn't understand. He was especially puzzled when he saw a string of big 18 logging sleds, all heavily loaded, driving into the cook shanty. He thought at first that they were hauling in firewood, until he followed them inside and saw the men unloading the logs and dumping them into a big contrivance through a trap door from which poured clouds of steam. "'That's a mighty funny place to be unloading logs,' he remarked to a cook nearby. "'Logs!' exclaimed the cook with an amused grin on his face. "'Gosh, stranger!' Them ain't logs. Them's sausages for the men's breakfast. There's no doubt about it. Paul's crews ate a tremendous amount of food, and for a long time, all the supplies were carried to the camp by Babe. Once on one of these trips with food for the camp, Paul got a little careless with Babe. The great blue ox was carrying a load of split peas this being shortly after Paul had invented the split pea so that his cooks could make twice as much soup out of a load of peas. And his master, thinking of something else and not paying close attention to what he was doing, led the heavily laden animal across a lake where the ice was only six feet thick. Babe, of course, broke through the thin ice, and spilled the entire load of peas into the lake. It looked at first as if the camp would be short of pea soup for a while, which would have been a dreadful calamity, as all of the men were especially fond of their pea soup. Some of them even liked it so well that they hollowed out their peavey handles, and whenever they went out in the woods, They would always carry a handle full of pea soup to refresh themselves with between meals. Paul was accordingly greatly worried for a little while over the prospect of his men having to go for several weeks without their pea soup. But he didn't stay worried long. He just called out the seven ax men and the big Swede and some of his other good men and put them all under the leadership of hot biscuit slim, the boss cook. They worked around until they pried up the lake enough so that they could build a big fire under it. And they made the peas into soup then and there, later pumping it to the cook shanty through a big fire hose. Thus, Paul came through the accident without any loss, and the men liked that soup the best of all, because of all the fish in the lake that were cooked in it. The whole thing gave Paul a new idea, which saved a lot of trouble from that time on. He had heard of a place where there were a lot of boiling hot springs. Maybe it was Yellowstone Park, though one cannot be sure. And he used them for making the pea soup thereafter. He would start off the season by dumping in three or four loads of split peas, throw in the meat from the few big herds of steers which were driven up from Texas for that purpose, and then he would have pea soup ready-cooked enough to last the whole season. He piped this soup to wherever his camps were, and he never had to worry about that part of feeding his men any more. It is said that when he finally quit logging in that part of the country, he sold his soup pipelines to the Standard Oil Company, who now use them for moving their crude oil across the country.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing.